0: Welcome to the Scuff Podcast, where we talk about U.S. soccer. Hey, everybody! It's the last Woso episode of 2023, so we're gonna do an annual review slash awards show. We asked patrons to help us by voting on a few key awards, and we'll get to those. We also have several of our own awards. Probably some new awards will come up over the course of the conversation and be awarded. Um, all of them are very important. Remember that. We've got Tara, Vince, and Greg here. Tara, how are you?
1: It is an honor to be at the first women's Scuffies award i'm I'm doing great.
0: You have a really cool lamp in your background, too. I just want that thank to thank you. Noted. Vince, how you doing?
2: I'm doing great, man. Good. Simple as that. Gregory.
3: Doing all right, man. Uh, I want I appreciate Tara actually naming the awards. I feel like, Bells, you got to work on your award branding. We're going to start these awards. you gotta, you got to work get the brand in there. And then I'm excited to uh, take the 2023 women's national team season and probably put it behind us a little bit and look – like give these awards out with an eye towards uh what we can be in twenty twenty four the the beauty of sport isn't
0: it? You can always just
3: look to what you will be next year,
0: yeah, so there's gonna be just to just to be clear here there's gonna be some positive there's gonna be some negative there's gonna be some celebration and some critique in this uh in this annual review. Tara, why don't you kick us off with the first award?
1: okay, the first award is a big one. It is the biggest comeback award. And I think uh, we're going to have a lot of people eyeing for this award next year, not so many people this year. Um, But the award actually goes to Midge Purse, someone who has dealt with a ton of injuries, has been on the bubble for the women's national team throughout different phases of her career. And she just really ended 2023 on a high. She helped take Gotham from the very worst team in the NWSL to winning the league uh, all within one year. I think she looked really good in the last two camps with the national team. I remain impressed and hopeful for what 2024 brings out in Midge Purse.
0: Um, Captain... Capped it all off with that uh, scintillating run and assist in the in the NWSL final.
1: She's Um, gonna do. She's gonna be on the New Year's Eve show, like you know the where you watch the ball drop. She's gonna be on that, and that's great.
0: Like on the stage. I mean, yeah. They're
1: inviting. They're inviting three Gotham players. Um, It's Midge. It's Allie Krieger and Christy Mewis. So if your kids watch that show, you should point out Midge because she's the best.
4: I don't know. She's I mean, I would guess I would have to say that if Julie Ertz is, is watching this right now, she is rather chuffed uh, at, the, at the selection by, you know, the committee year.
1: Can you get a comeback award if the coach had to call and beg you to come back?
4: I mean, came back in it.
1: Not. Uh, I mean, not by choice.
3: I I thought this was like the perfect example of how uh we are all so ready to put twenty twenty three behind us, that World Cup sort of fiasco. Uh like we wanna we wanna repress it in our memory as deeply as we can, as quickly as we can. And so we're already like, Midge is back, twenty twenty four, it's gonna be huge. She's gonna do great things. And it's already like sorry, Julie, you don't you don't get this award even though you literally were in the abyss and were like emerged at the 11th hour and did very well in a world cup, <laughs> the biggest tournament of the, you know, that you could possibly play in. And instead we're already like, now that's done. We gotta, we gotta yeah, look to it's the it's future.
4: This is crazy. This is crazy. I'm throwing a flag on this. I'm throwing the flag on this. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Midge going out there looking good against some commies, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, we've been beating, we've been beating up commies for a long time. Uh, here in America. So, you, you know, I don't know how much how much credit I can give, Midge. Where, whereas, you know, Julie
2: came back, played what, played what? Every minute? Did she play every minute of the World Cup? Yeah. Yeah, um, she did.
3: Yeah. Well, this is setting up... In my mind, this is setting up for Midge to actually also win the award in 2024 when she takes us through, like, Olympic glory. Like, I feel like she could actually somehow... With this one comeback, extend it through 2024 and end up winning it twice. Mm.
2: Okay. Okay.
3: Fair enough.
1: I'm hoping we have a little Mal, Mal Swanson, Katarina Macario vying for this award next yeah. year. But if it's Michigan, you know, it, there's worse things. What, well,
4: what's, uh, so, what's more traumatic to the body? A little bit of injury or, or a childbirth?
0: You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll let y'all stew on that. Um, do we want to do we want to have a live uh, vote here on who should win come, come back <laughs> of the year? I, Tara, um, Tara, 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 I appreciate the category. You know, the category I'm, is the important thing.
1: I'm thrown off that the very first award you aren't respecting the winner already. It <laughs> no, I, I, like just, it's good, good. I'm just
4: I'm just making the case. No, I, I mean if you know you announced to Tara, uh, Midge won the award. I'm just Kanye coming on stage, or <laughs> you know what I'm saying after after Taylor Swift wins, letting y'all know that Juliet's had the greatest comeback of all time. Thank you.
3: <laughs> That's, That's all. Perfect. Look, this is good branding. Controversy is excellent branding. So this is this is terrific for the Scuffies.
0: The Scuffies are on fire right now. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, right? It has to. the The, the truth is, Julie Ertz did have the biggest comeback, right? I mean, oh. Tara, even you would agree, <laughs> no?
4: But respect the award, Bills. Respect the award, okay? Respect the award. All right. There yeah.
1: needs to be there needs to be some sort of thought behind. Did she come back? She expressed to us publicly that Vladko called her and begged her to return it was a triumphant return but did she did she come back the same way midge did i don't think so
3: yeah she was compelled so there's this is where we're going to get into the the definition of coming back midge came back julie was was dragged back so yeah still had to come i think back. i think if we go to the judges i think the judges would agree that this is the, that yeah. the comeback is midge's
4: uh, so how much how much dragon do you have to? I mean, okay, maybe she was dragged back. Julie was still in shape though, okay? She was ready to go to be called back within in the first place. It, it, let's get to the next award, y'all. <laughs> yeah, get let's get to go. Next award.
0: All right, um, all right,
3: but this the can't also... can, hold on. The canon here is comeback <laughs> award. Ghost Midge, yes. Vince's Vince has stormed the stage and announced that Juliet's had the greatest comeback of all time. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's all.
0: So in Midge's I... future. Is uh, several Ballon a time person of the year. And uh, well, Julie's future is a little more complicated, I guess.
1: It, it, Wait, it leads other in way well. Yeah. It leads in well. I, I'm hopeful for the next category the award for most patriotic, and it goes to Sam Coffey. We had a lot of anthem talk in the world of the United States women's national team some even on this very podcast, but no matter how you felt about Anthem Gate, one thing is for sure, Sam Coffey is a huge fan of hearing the national anthem. Her eyes are shut, she's grateful, she's thinking about freedom, she gets the award.
0: I, I think this is without question true. It's a level of enthusiasm for the national team that's almost scary. Uh, it's very unusual for an American. It's less unusual in other countries, but we don't need to get into that. It's, you know, We don't want to talk about that, right? Let's not talk about that. One well, thing I haven't noticed I, is, is, does does Coffee
3: keep her shirt tucked in during the anthem? I feel like the normal <laughs> oh, yeah. practice was to have it, like players back in the day would have it tucked in right until they got out on the field and then untuck it. So I was wondering if Coffee was the opposite, where she keeps it untucked, but then as soon as she steps onto the field, she's like, no, it's business time, we got to tuck this thing in.
1: No, that bad boy's Always tucked. Always tucked in.
3: Okay. He wakes
1: She's
4: up ready. with a shirt tucked in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I I have no dissent on this award, but 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 I guess I would like to say that um, part of my like agenda, like like, like part part of the reason why why Sam threw me off off the rip was just uh, jib related issues like the tucked in shirt, like uh being very grateful as the national anthem is playing. I- I'm not saying that's a that's a negative per se. But it's like when you when you put the whole package together, I'm just like, eh. I mean, but 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 shout out to Sam Coffee. I'm not. No, I'm to...
1: thrilled. I'm thrilled you brought that up. So anybody who listens to Vince with authority knows that Sam Coffee's actually very good. She just tucks in her shirt and is super into the national anthem.
4: Yeah, she just gives me Fed vibes. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um,
1: That's okay. I get but, it.
4: But. I I am I am not saying that I am against people being, uh, reverent during the national anthem. I, I think you did a little. <laughs> no, it, it's just a data point, um, that can be accounted for when assessing one's jib. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, next award.
0: I could totally see Sam Coffey and BJ Callahan breaking a big case from the like Tulsa FBI office. You know. <laughs>
4: for sure, bro. I mean, a whole, you know, show uh like uh Fargo
0: or whatever. Many series yeah, critically yeah, yeah, acclaimed.
1: Sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Apple TV. <laughs> Next award is uh is a negative one, but it's uh but something that needs to be recognized in the aftermath of it. Harshest injury.
1: Yeah. This is and an easy one.
0: It is pretty easy, isn't it? What is it, Tara?
1: It is Mal Swanson going down two months before the World Cup. The World Cup, which was going to be her showcase. She was destined for greatness. She went down. And yeah, I'm not sure hyper. I'll ever forgive Ireland for it.
2: Mm. That's probably fair. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, she was Ireland our best player deserve forgiveness. for her energy. What? Go ahead, Greg. Sorry. Oh, nothing. I was
3: just giving my general thoughts on Ireland. <laughs> which were i i just don't think they deserve forgiveness generally uh i don't, I don't actually know much about ireland so um <laughs> this I, I i just wanted to agree this was absolutely the harshest injury um most mysterious injury probably kat macario because we all thought like for months she was going to like be in a camp and then start playing for chelsea and then or i'm sorry uh for Leone. and then she just never did and that, it, it was heartbreaking in, in its own way, um, but the harshest, definitely, the suddenness of it and, you
0: know, how well she was playing, Mal, no question. Yeah.
1: Honorable she was so mentions. good.
0: She was so good at the beginning of the year, at the end of the sure. last year, at the beginning of the year. She was uh, pretty unstoppable. And, um, yeah.
4: S- still, the... Uh the uswnt leader for goals in the calendar year of 2023 which some people look at it and are like oh that's such a depressing stat as in like you know the fact that our offense was so anemic that we were not able to score goals but at the same time it's like mal had seven goals <laughs> she scored She scored seven goals in like the first three months of the of the year that's just yeah incredible i don't think even if we had a very nice uh clicking offense, um, attack, if you will, that um, somebody would reach. There's no guarantee that somebody would reach seven goals, even if, you know, we were a well-oiled machine. So that was definitely going crazy.
1: Uh, somewhere there's an honorable mention for Emily Fox's multiple concussions, what sort mm. of lasting effect that'll have. But, you know, she did not win. Hint, hint. She will be coming up later on, though.
0: Okay, what's the next award, Tara?
1: Okay, next one goes to best red card. I love a card. The red cards have been dramatic this year in NWSL. It was a tight race, lots of competition. Uh, The votes came down to Trinity Rodman versus North Carolina, Savannah DeMello against O.L. Rain. And Alana Cook versus North Carolina. Uh, being as Trinity's red card had the worst consequence, it was the final game of her season. They needed a win to make the playoffs. She's the best player on the team. Uh, she did not win best red card. She would run away most likely with the worst red card. But that top uh, that award does not exist. Um, so all that to say, the best. Red card of the season award goes to Alana Cook. She denied Caroline from scoring and stoppage time in an already tied game. O.L. Reign got a much-needed point. It all worked out. Congratulations to Alana.
0: Congratulations, Alana.
4: We'll we'll take that. We'll take that. I, I remember this play. At first, I was thinking that this was an opportunity to... You know, slander Alana Cook a little bit. But then, once you, as Tara so beautifully laid out, as as you look into the situation, you look into what's happening, and the fact that, you know, it's either you give up at 1v1 versus the keeper, or you can get, uh, you know, just a a free kick from outside the box, which we know, I mean, you know, the chances of scoring are what, 10%? Probably? If that. Something like that. So, hey, you got to make the play. You got to make the play. Alana made a play to save their team
2: a point. What a, a hell of a red card. <laughs> Congrats.
0: <laughs> Next category is coach of the year. And there are really um, two nominees. An- and Andonovsky uh, and Emma Hayes. I mean is anybody else even in the in the I mean,
3: in you're the not going to give Twilight even a chance. Twilight doesn't get oh, a yeah. chance. 3. Twilight. Undefe- mm. She's undefeated.
0: Twilight also uh in the mix. I mean if we so, want to throw uh,
4: cheeky uh Natalia Strain on there just for being a
2: just for she... being a a friend of the pod, you know? What I'm
0: yeah. Saying? Okay. i give it but, to Strain then. You
2: know? I'm a,
1: I'm a little suspicious of Natalia. She recently got a, uh, another license from US Soccer, and in the, in her interview, she she seemed like she was good. You know, she she was into broadcasting. She's wiping her hands of coaching, mm. and then she popped up in a very talented class. Um, mm. of, of, it's the pictures in the Discord somewhere, but it's like the North Carolina guy. You love Vince, yeah, he was yeah. in this class, Natalia, a few others. um, so I'm a little suspicious she she may be onto something else.
0: She may not have been hundred percent forthcoming,
1: yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean it was... you gotta keep doors
3: open she's, she's early of in her course. career, you gotta open every door when you have the chance, when you know the people, so
1: I'd like to bring her back and just say what's going on,
2: <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, I think it was
4: with the NFL, uh, NWSL team, you know, to kick them tires.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: But go ahead, Bills.
0: It was last week. She was in uh, class the whole week. I think, like not yeah. the week we're in, but the one before it. Um, so, so who wins Coach of the Year? Greg. It's Emma Hayes. Uh, Emma Hayes is the Coach of the Year as soon as she
3: as soon as the story broke. She was our coach of the year. Uh, it's a ridiculous get. Uh, and I know that, you know, we do have the stars on the crest that are like, hey, it's a it's a draw, of course. Like, you get right. this crop, this pool of incredible talent. You have um, a ton of resources. It turns out you will make a lot of money if you are an Emma Hayes caliber coach who the U.S. Uh, wants to come coach their women's team. And nevertheless, she is Emma Hayes. So she's the coach of the year for us. She can totally coast on reputation uh for at least <laughs> for at least one tournament.
1: I saw some uh US fans speaking critically of Chelsea's like current form and I I could not disagree more. I hope they lose. I hope they keep losing, get her here quicker. I don't she's care. Sorry me official, you know, <laughs> keep losing. I do not care. I want her here as soon as possible.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she definitely needs to lose in the champions league. Cause it seems like that's like the one major push, right? Main thing they're going for. So go ahead and get grouped one time for me, Chelsea, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and do a, you know, uh, make sure next time, if, if there is a next time that you play, uh, hacking or, or whoever that was, just, just go ahead and lose to him. Don't do it. You know, no tie. They play them so, like today, don't they? Don't they play
1: hacking? They do play today.
3: Okay. Uh, yeah. Let me
1: get
4: it yeah, right
3: there. Because it'll be easy if Chelsea starts struggling, it'll be easy to just say, "Oh well, she's got one foot out the door." The players know she's, you know, lame duck coach. Like the then you don't jack. have to blame her actual coaching. So you have a great built-in narrative to okay. just say, and Chelsea can just say, "This is no longer tenable. Let's just get you on a plane to the states in January, uh, and we'll we'll make it, we'll go in another direction." That's what we all want, right?
4: Yes, absolutely.
3: Okay, for our coach, I can't wait again, for, <laughs> we, for. We press want our coach to be fired as soon as possible.
0: <laughs> I can't wait for a press conferences. Uh, I think those are going to be fun. Um, so
3: I'll, I do just want to use this category. I mean, I know we, we're trying to keep it positive, but it was a World Cup year, and we had our worst World Cup finish in our history. So I am just going to use this time to. One, once more, mm-hmm. for hopefully the last time, sort of dump on Vladko a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, just the inability to even look like he's attempting to correct what, what seemed like very obvious flaws uh, in our playing style, in our, mainly in our chance creation, um, where we are obviously going to be a dominant team in a lot of the games we play in, a, in any cycle. Um, but you have to be able to like look deeper into how we're actually playing and not just say, "Oh well, we won the game three zero, so everything was fine uh This is a time where it's not unrealistic to say we need to be we need to win three zero but also in an incredibly efficient style uh for so many of these games so uh I you know people kind of joke about that the, the pressure of being the women 's national team coach where people aren't going to be happy with three zero wins, but there are plenty of times um for this team that it really isn't gonna be good enough just to win three zero. Like you have to be able to get this team organized and play in a way that's going to be clean, efficient, tidy, and that you believe will translate against the better teams that you're gonna play. Because you don't get to play them very many of those games. Um and we just did not see any steps taken, I don't think, uh, towards moving us in that direction. I thought we were just really unprepared for the actual big moment of New Zealand.
4: Yeah. And I mean, with all you know, with with everything that that's came out, I guess, and like you know, the documentary, all the different things that we've seen, like with regards to Black hole, and the U.S. Women's National Team. Um, Greg, you talked about pressure. It does seem like the pressure got to that man. Yeah, I don't know, and he just, it almost like
2: he was paralyzed by it, at, at at points. Um. So, you know, good riddance. Okay. <laughs>
1: honestly he should have probably been disqualified from this category just based on (laughs) how he did
4: yeah
3: all right so the award for most disqualified coach for coach of the year goes to vlako and and i hope he i hope he has success in kansas city i mean he seems like a very decent person uh he has worked hard like uh again thinking about his background and what he did he's he's worked really hard for women's soccer in Kansas City. He's really helped build that program uh and that scene. So I I wish him all the best. But yeah, he was just again, it was very clear that he didn't have any any ideas of of how to get this team playing and clicking.
4: Didn't have the minerals, Greg, as they would say across the pond, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I I am ready to get hurt again. I will be watching Kansas City Current. I love Michelle Cooper. Please don't hurt her, Vlatko.
0: Best off-season vacation.
1: Yeah, this is a nice one. Naomi Gurma wins in a landslide. She went across the Atlantic. She stayed with Katerina Macario in London. She went to a few soccer games. She went to an ABBA-themed restaurant. Hmm. She went to Spain. Went a bit viral online, or as viral as you can go in women's soccer. Uh, for a rumor... Uh, a rumored move to Arsenal which brings up a surprise category best rumored move to Arsenal yes it's shocking turn of events we have a new category Uh, and as you might have caught on Naomi Gurma is nominated for this award Uh, the rumor has legs during the World Cup Arsenal's coach went in went on the Men in Blazers podcast And he spoke incredibly highly of Naomi. He alluded to uh, not being able to say too much or else he would ruin all of Arsenal's scouting secrets. He called her astonishing, phenomenal, a world-class player. Uh, It, it got, it got some life on Twitter from different Arsenal accounts. And just last week she attended the Arsenal versus Chelsea game. Uh, The rumor, Of her signing in january came back to life Uh, but in a moonlight versus la la land best picture turn of events she actually did not win this award Uh, the real winner for best rumored move to arsenal goes to emily fox who is also rumored to be joining in january emily is a free agent uh, had a great season in north carolina her rumor seems to be a tier above Naomi's in terms of having people talking about it. Uh and I hope if true she makes a boatload of money.
4: Mm. Beautiful. Well Beautiful. done. I mean yeah. that took me that was a true roller coaster. Um <laughs> <laughs> yo uh with with the Emily thing um so her so I you guys know I'm an Arsenal fan. Um and I listened to as an Arsenal specific podcast I listened to called, called Ars Vision. And one of the dudes on there, his name is Tim Stillman. He um, you know, does a podcast, talks about the men's team, but also is basically like a beat reporter for the women's team. And the like official tweet that like Emily was close to signing with Arsenal came from Tim Stillman. <laughs> and I'm I'm here to tell y'all he's a tier one source. So if he if he is out here uh tweeting about it, reporting that Emily is on the way to Arsenal, then Emily's on the way to Arsenal. Also, um, you know, I I had heard even when Emily was at racing and getting traded to North Carolina, that she was going to stay in North Carolina for a year. And she had her sights set on other things. Um, Europe wasn't mentioned at that point, but, I mean, the, the fact that she was just... Uh, not gonna settle in in north carolina i guess um was always in the back of my mind so yeah um it's a great move for emily oh you, you know what uh let me ask you this um what's the deal with abba
1: abba the band
4: yeah like i understand they're a band right but they like still release music
1: you i know don't
2: know what's think going so on? i don't know if they do uh, or
0: not
1: I mean, they had like a re-release for the Mamma Mia movies, but I think they're quite old.
4: Okay. Maybe I'm tripping a bit, but I feel like I've seen like ABBA on like some new music lists and I'm like, hold, hold on, aren't they?
0: But but maybe they I'm seem tripping. They seem to have, I, I, I seem to have some tripping. cultural staying power that is a little hard to put your finger on, but um,
1: the first CD I ever owned, ABBA's Greatest Hits. Hmm. Uh, But Emily's move to Arsenal. I actually bought an Arsenal women's jersey this year, and I felt a bit like a fraud because I do not care about Arsenal's women's team. But Stella McCartney made the jersey, and it's super cute. And now oh. I get to be less of a fraud if Emily oh. goes.
0: All right. And then, uh, so, Germa, the Germa rumor doesn't have much legs is that the upshot of all this
1: it was tweeted about by people who seem like actual you know journalists but it hasn't gone anywhere else
2: but uh, like yeah
4: um until i see the tim Stillman tweet you know i i I am not i am not moved personally
1: and that's exactly why she lost the award that's why emily won Exactly. Exactly.
3: Mm-hmm. Nice thing about Germa is she does not need any, any additional like educating anywhere. Like she's like such a complete player uh, on like both, both directions, offense, defense. Uh, whereas with some of the others, it's like, Oh yeah, go out and like get some, get well-rounded. So I'm all for, I'm all for Emily taking a study abroad time. Whereas with Germa, it's just like, go wherever you want, Naomi. Like yeah. you want to go there and do it and enjoy yourself, do it. You want to stay, uh, stay stateside stay stateside you are going to be the best defender in the world no matter what
0: yeah i was feeling like saying something similar um let's do uncapped player of the year next uh this this category was voted on by scuffed listeners it is a scuffy uh Vignola, m.a Vignola. Uh, Jenna Neiswanger, Corbin Albert, Olivia Moultrie, and Jaden Shaw all got caps in the final part of the year, so the group of uncapped players shrank quite a bit right there at the 11th hour. Uh, Lots of shouts in the voting, but the winner, the clear winner, is goalkeeper Katie Lund, with twice as many nominations as the next person, Sam Staub, the center back. Would you look at that?
1: I think it's... I think it's a very surprising win. I do. Why? Are scuffed voters passionate about the Golden Glove Award? What's going on? Are they angry that Jane Campbell won goalie of the year? Mm-hmm. So Probably. They needed to make up for it elsewhere. Did they hear Vince's passion for tall goalies that aren't Casey Murphy? <laughs> I'm not sure. I I I'm not sure why. Katie Lundwood would win this award. Not that I'm against it. Um, I just, I was very surprised. Morgan Weaver was ineligible. She has two caps, just not when it counted. And I did want to shout out the lone Allie Sittner voter. She had a fantastic season in North Carolina. Lots of great goals and won. I can't wait to see GoPro. Um, oh. But yeah, utterly, utterly surprised by Katie Lund's win. I voted for Sam Staub. But all that to say, I'm excited for a new generation of goalies. I am.
4: I mean, the thing about Katie is uh she's a very good player. <laughs> she, she's very good. She's been putting on for I think this was her second full season. Now, um, and let me just read, let me just read you some stats. I got these from sponsor of the pod uh the one the sole the sole the only sponsor of the scuff podcast uh footballreference dot com um and I went through their NWSL leaderboards. Uh Katie Lund, number two in saves, two behind Jane Campbell, uh number two in save percentage, uh four percentage behind sports... two. Hmm? Behind two. Behind Jane Campbell. You know? okay. Yeah, but behind Jane Campbell by two. Um Jane Campbell had 91 saves, Katie Lund had 89. Uh save percentage Jake Jane Campbell is number 1 at 85.2%, Katie Lund 81.4%, number 2. Um post shot xg minus goals allowed. Abby Smith number 1 and plus at plus 8.2. Katie Lund number 2 at plus 6. Um and also, you know, Given that, you know, she was number two in post shot XG minus goals allowed, she was also number two in post shot XG minus goals allowed per 90. All of this is to say that Katie Lund is an excellent player. Excellent player. And, and she is pretty good and getting better with her feet. She is, uh, I would actually say she's, I won't say quite good, but she's, she's pretty good. She's pretty good with her feet. And so, um, and you know, at the height that I like, you know, Katie's a solid six one, six foot, rangy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, she's a good player. She's a good player.
0: Well, I'm I for it. Would have voted uh, for Greg Sarah told Gordon me
4: myself, but
0: you voted for Gordon. Greg no, told I, me I, that I, we.
4: I would have. But oh. I I'm sorry.
0: Greg. Greg was saying that we need. Uh, we need goalkeeper auditions. So I'm all for uh, goalkeeper. A goalkeeper winning the. Cap Player of the Year award. I voted for Fallon, Tullis, Joyce, but um, I'm not she, ready she to be taken over. Decision. She be
3: taken over in in Manchester. I, yeah, I do think it's time to. I feel like the goalkeeper call ups have been inertia based for a while now, uh, which to an extent I'm actually fine with. Uh, if if like Nair was the clear number one, um, but I feel like I feel like we maybe settled on who the clear number one was a little too early. Again, I don't think that came back to hurt us too much in the World Cup uh because we didn't concede anything we didn't concede any shots but uh <laughs> for this cycle it's very much time to move past the inertia and be like and just be open to the idea that some of these newer younger kids um younger i mean Abby Smith is like 29 what's Katie Lund's 26 like they might they might have something and you got to you got to check yeah. them out
4: yeah and and if you were to compare you know Katie Lund's stats against like uh Aubrey Kingsbury, or Alyssa Nair for that matter. I mean, it, it, there, there's no competition. There, there's no competition as it stands currently. So, we shall see.
1: I have a genuine question.
2: Mm-hmm. Where
1: does she stand against Casey Murphy, though? Is Casey a good in-club in, in uh, club form goalie? I I enjoy Casey Murphy. I just am not sure.
3: Let me see here. Her oh, stats but... aren't going to blow you away. Uh she she doesn't she at least at least by the stats they're keeping she's not saving a ton more goals than you would expect her to uh yep whereas you have a few you have a few keepers who are winning you more points with with five or six goals a season
2: okay
4: yeah if I'm uh right now post shot xg minus goals allowed Casey Murphy is at plus 0.8 okay. whereas you know Katie Lund number 2 at 6 once again Abby Smith number 1 at 8.2 um so Casey Murphy's right now yeah about League average, I guess. I, well, I don't. I I won't.
2: Uh,
4: how many teams are there in the NFL? Twelve.
2: Twelve.
4: Uh, below league average. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, but I I like Casey Murphy as a player. But
0: yeah, four yeah. the great. Okay. Um. Let's do. I know Greg's got to go here pretty soon. So let's do. Uh. Let's do. National team goal of the season, and then we'll get we got you know six more awards or so after that. So the women's national team, we have a club goal of the season voted on by Scuff listeners, and a women's national team goal of the season voted on by listeners. Uh, the pickings are slim for this one, I think, but Haran's World Cup header against the Netherlands uh, mm. gets the nod. No pun intended. She was angry at Van de Donk. And she towered to thump home a Rose Lavelle corner kick for our only goal of the Women's World Cup. That's as. (laughs) Whoa.
4: Sorry.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just like. (laughs) I just like forgot about the Vietnam goals. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. That's definitely not true. It's kind of fair. Because
0: that that game felt like a tune up to the
3: actual rest of the World Cup. And. That's just that's just how some games are in the Women's World Cup still. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And we got also, and then we got the zero zero draw against Portugal and the zero yeah. zero draw against Sweden. So um so, uh, Portugal. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it was there it was dramatic and it was a nice goal. Vandedonk, her teammate at uh, Lyon, um got you know, uh, tackled her hard. She didn't like it. She pushed Vanadonk pushed her, she pushed Vanadonk. She stormed off, and then she came back for the corner kick. Roosevelt put it in the right spot. She uh, headed it home. Twenty-nine people nominated that as the goal of the year. Way more than anything else. I'm going to play the audio. After that challenge, in ball, headed
2: down and won. She did it.
1: four a.m. wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't that one of the early games? Uh, it, I, think it was a I, I can't
0: game. remember it seems yeah. like it seems like a fair choice for a goal of the year, but it's not that exciting of a choice and I guess that just shows it wasn't that exciting of a year
1: yeah twenty twenty three will go down as the year we famously did not score many goals. It did turn out to be a pretty big issue for us um, but I think when I look back at this year, I'll probably remember a listener's penalty kick which is Mm. sad in Mm. it in it of itself
3: that really is a takeaway isn't it like we're doing this we're we're doing our (laughs) awards show and of the u.s women's national team like one of the most potent (laughs) programs in world history and we're hard pressed to like come up with that any of those moments
4: there's something to come up off the top of like that uh Alex Morgan goal that she scored in uh she believes.
1: Against Canada?
4: I think so. Like a little uh, volley the, at the top the, of the box or something.
0: The left footed one. Yeah. Yeah.
4: That was that was that was, was alright. Uh that was a nice her goal. only goal of the only goal of the year. Um <laughs> The let me think. Oh, yeah. Any Jaden Shaw goal, you know what I'm saying? You can go ahead. You can go ahead and throw that in there. Those are moments for me. And and you know, if we got, uh, wh- so which one was it where uh, Jaden hit the Chris Berman and sent the and sent the cross in? Was that the one that <laughs> hit Lindsey's head that she was offside ran. for? Yeah, her hand just okay.
3: a hair offside. We were close. I like the Jaden Shaw shouts just for what they represent. Again, because gotta, we got to put 2023 behind us. And, and so the Jaden Shaw goals uh, can be that, can be that like optimism. That's the light at the end of the tunnel.
0: There is so much light at the end of the tunnel, and thanks in in large part to Jaden Shaw, and we're going to get to that as the show goes on. Um, I'll I'll just say I dissent on the Haran choice, and I voted for Swanson's strike versus Japan. Just a lovely team goal. Huerta finds Morgan's chest from 40 yards in the center circle. Morgan swivels and sends Swanson through. She races by the defender, kind of juggling the ball as she goes, and then slots it coolly. Uh, Just... So illustrative of her quality and dynamism a mere month or so before she went down with the
2: Achilles injury.
0: Good pass from Morgan, too. Women's National Team Goal of the Season, Lindsay Horan.
4: Love it.
1: Congrats. Uh, Congrats, girl. (laughs) It was a big goal. All
0: right, let's go to another category. Tara, this is your category, Best Retirement. It's a fascinating category, but best in in what sense?
1: Yeah, this was a tough one. Uh, I guess that's a little subjective. Uh, we had two major retirements and another very big retirement, even though she hadn't been with the national team in over a year. It is between Megan Rapino, Julie Ertz, and Allie Krieger. Big goodbyes to make. All three changed women's soccer forever. They fought for equal pay and won. Our World Cup and Olympic winners. Uh, after consulting the Scuffy's rulebook though, it does seem like Julie Ertz has been disqualified for this award because it seemed like she was retired and then Vladko called up and begged for her to come back, like, like we've mentioned. And then she retired on air after the final game at the World Cup. And then she was called in for the farewell game and retired again. Um, it is a technicality. She simply retired too many times to get this award. What? So it, it is down to two. And the winner of this award is Megan Rapinoe. Uh, I did call for her retirement to happen a year earlier than it did. But her retirement gave everyone something to celebrate. A giant of women's soccer, a very decorated career, and an open roster slot for someone mm. ready to make their mark on this team and women's soccer. So congratulations yeah. to Megan.
2: Yo,
4: so um, like like along with the best comeback, you know what I'm saying, where you're saying that Julie was forced to come back. Now, well, I guess I was going to say Megan was forced to retire because as I, you know, talked about before, the universe got a way of telling you ass to set the hell down. But uh, I so I guess she had announced it before she missed the pin and before yeah. she tore her, her Achilles so uh, th- that's fine. Me- Megan Megan was taking uh, heed of Tara's calls for our veterans to step down with grace, um, and you know and 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 humility, and not require a whole huge you know tour of the United States and its territories, um. And, you know, to commemorate the retirement. So, okay, I'm with it. I'm with it. Mega Rapino, best retiree of the year. I hope rehab. I, I hate the fact that you got to do rehab in retirement. It's <laughs> I, so sad. I, that's terrible. <laughs> I hate that you got to do rehab in retirement. But, you know, once you get that Achilles back, you don't got to do anything else explosive for, you know, the rest of your life.
0: I have some qualms with, with Rapino's retirement. One, as you mentioned, it came too late. Two, uh, she announced it in a press conference before uh, a group stage game at the World Cup. That's. The, I'm not going to give that the best retirement. That's not the best way to handle your retirement.
1: We'll take it to the appeal board. That's fine. Uh,
0: yeah, I'm taking it to the appeal board, and it's. I'm going to. I want Julia. reintroduced on the ballot. She came back. She played well. She contributed to the team
2: and then she retired. Best retirement for me is Julie Hertz. I'm sorry. Next I'm sorry, one? everybody.
0: Uh, yeah. Can you do the next one?
1: Yes. Okay. This was hard to fit on the trophy. It's a little wordy. It's hard to make this about the United States women's national team, but we will still try award. And it goes to Emma Hayes for being nominated for FIFA's Women's Coach of the Year again. She is up against Barcelona's women's coach and England's national team coach. If if Emma wins, we all win, I think. The Barcelona coach is also rumored to be joining the Washington spirit. So that is also about us because we get to look forward to watching Trinity Rodman's career with two highly decorated coaches. So it's not about us, but we are making it that way. And congratulations to Emma.
0: Oh, it's about us. I mean, the the news of the Barca coach being rumored to come to Washington is very interesting. His name is... Honatan Geraldes, I guess. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that correctly. 32 mm-hmm. years old. He's from Galicia. Been managing Barca since 2021. Won the Champions League, of course, in 22-23. Um, I guess the latest rumor is he's not. He's going to stick it out at Barca the rest of the year.
1: Oh, really? I, I saw they were offering 500,000 to get him out of his contract.
0: I mean, I don't I don't think anything is there's no like official statements from either club, oh. but but I but I I thought I saw the latest rumor was he was he wants to finish the season in Catalonia.
4: So, this is a welcome development, right? Because I, I like like I think that the cat's out of the bag now as far as I think I think the people over here realize that that yes the competition is coming from across the pond you feel me but at the same time uh big big take little bank you know what i'm saying we, we 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 got bigger pockets over here uh for whatever reason you know what i'm saying these big clubs have yet to you know what i'm saying but like pony up for their for their women's coaches and so uh that can be considered a market inefficiency for the very rich people that we have over here in this very rich country so uh this is I'm, more of this is probably going to happen. Uh, Michelle Kang is probably, you know, the the one owner who's more willing to spend bundles and bundles of money than than anyone else. So maybe, you know, we're not just poaching every single single top coach. But I think. That will Having a hard market reset, you know, what I'm saying we saw Maria Sanchez get um, a huge contract. Uh, free agency. I'm sure there are many more to come that are going to be even higher than Maria Sanchez's contract. Um, yeah. because you know we still got women's national team players to sign and and all that. So, um, a big Follow part the money. Yeah, yeah. A, a big part of winning this arms race is you know putting your money up. So happy to see it. And and uh, I I would hope that Mister uh, Jonathan can um. Help take help get Trent to that next level. To that next level that we're all um, anticipating.
2: So
0: just makes me think, uh, you mentioning Michelle Kang, man, what an interesting lady. Yeah. Uh, we should probably talk about her more. Immigrated she should himself. probably
1: win an award. She she's done already <laughs> so much for women's. Best soccer. owner?
0: Best owner. Should we create it and give it to her right now?
1: And it's unanimous. Congratulations to Michelle Kang.
0: <laughs> um,
1: it might be our only unanimous award so far.
2: Uh, yeah,
4: on the on the on the sporting side, I have some reservations oh, with no. with some things that'll happen. I'll I'll talk to y'all. Uh, it, this has nothing to do with how she's actually uh, running the sporting side of the team, I guess. Um, but yeah, owner of the year, Michelle Kang. That, that's fine. That's fine.
0: I'm excited to see, to your point about Trin and uh, this Barca coach. It would be. An, I, I'm interested to see how Ashley Sanchez um, develops under a new coach. So, last shot, <laughs> <laughs> kinda. I mean, if we're talking about the national team, things no, are getting I mean, crowded.
4: Like, like it, it, this is
2: the way I'm looking at it. Is if it don't happen under him, like, when's it gonna happen?
0: Who's
1: Which it gonna is happen totally under? fair. Yeah next award
0: yes please tara you uh take it away
1: okay. okay this award is for the worst item from 2023 that we wish we could blame on Vladko, but we cannot all right that's another wordy one uh <sighs> the award is an award ceremony is no real time to be contentious But luckily, we can blame a lot of what happened in 2023 on Vladko. So I am happy to announce that the award for worst item from 2023, that we wish we could blame on Vladko, but we can't, goes to the oversized pinstripe suits Nike made for us (laughs) at the World Cup. (laughs) You cannot blame that on Vladko. Yeah. So, congratulations to Nike. And those suits,
4: yeah, they had us looking like uh, I don't know George Washington in them suits.
1: <laughs> I can't look at a pinstripe suit any- suit anymore. Yeah. Can't look at it.
4: It wasn't good, and you know, as as you know, when when you put an article of clothing on these women, they're they're gonna make it look as good as it could possibly look, and even then, it, it, there was it was still off. They tried to accessorize it, you know, shades, whatever, cool poses and pictures. It just went, it it didn't
2: come off. It didn't Mm -hmm. come off, unfortunately. Yeah.
0: Which is hard to do. I mean, (laughs) is it just. Is it the only thing we can't blame on, Blocko? Basically everything else?
1: Soccer wise I feel like that kind of falls on the coach, which I think you're alluding to.
0: Yeah. Is it? Mark Graff also, we should also mention Mark Graff lost her job. Uh, uh, she was, you know, at least ostensibly um, his boss, right?
1: Yeah. Goodbye to Kate Mark Graff as well.
0: All right. Club goal of the season by a women's national team player. Contentious. The voting was v- much closer on this one with vi- wide variance, wide variance in opinion. <laughs> Uh, the buildup on this goal is uh, Midge Purse burning three defenders, and you can hear the crowd react to each one, even if the commentators do not. Some of you will know that the goal, what the what the goal is, just based on that. But here's the audio.
2: Stepping in the two center backs into the midfield, and here they come, Gotham! Oh, lovely play by Midge Purse. She has time to pick up Williams.
0: in the championship final if that's william's goal in the final slotted home from the six after purse single-handedly cut open the reigns left side and cut it back deliciously for her teammate for club and country this goal gets the nod here i think mostly because of purse's run i don't really know
1: yeah if it was if this category was for assist of the year, uh, I think it would make a lot more sense to me. It was a phenomenal job by Midge. Um, but I do not agree with the voters here. But, you know, don't don't, don't come for me, voters. I, I do love you. I just, I think you may have gotten this one wrong.
0: Yeah, I'd argue for Sophia Smith's run and goal against the Washington Spirit on June 23rd. Um. It's just a really it's the one where she picks it up at half field oh, and yeah, beats like yeah. beats like four people and then I think hits it with her left foot.
1: Yeah. I I also had that one in, in my short list. It was between Alyssa Thompson's goal against Kansas City, Sophia's second hat trick of the season against the Spirit, like you said, uh, and with respect to Sydney LaRue's bicycle kick, um, those, those were the three that stuck out to me for the season.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think Thompson's goal is a great shot. That's the one she uh, she tinged off the post from a tight angle. Kind of a no-look shot. And uh, it was gorgeous. But, you know, democracy is democracy, isn't it? So yeah. The winner of the club goal of the year for a women's national team player, this annual, annual review is Lynn Williams. Which hurts.
4: Oh, well 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 it doesn't it doesn't hurt, but it hurt me at the moment watching Lynn score that goal because you know what I'm saying
2: it, it, it hurt my agenda it, for agenda purposes. But anyway,
0: we keep moving. Um Great job, Mitch. Yeah, I was like, are you a Rain fan or what? <laughs> no. I thought yeah a hell of a match though in it that, that,
1: it was that a final. good it was a good final
0: and purse you know to go back to purse's comeback of the year you know that sort of her just uh, cheat coding her way down that side of the field like that is something that we saw for the national team as well and it is it was good to see her back and firing on all, on
2: all cylinders let's see player of the year You ready for this?
1: Yes.
0: It wasn't even close. Uh, Smith, you know, Sophia Smith, Trinity Rodman, Lindsay Horan, Mal Swanson all got shouts. But it was Naomi Gurma, a near flawless player. We conceded only three goals in 18 matches in 2023. Our defense is incredibly good and Gurma is the anchor of all of that. She really dominates games from the back. We couldn't figure it out in the attack, but one day we will, and we'll be rock solid at the back because of Gurma. Congratulations to Naomi Gurma, the scuffed women's national team player of the year.
1: Yeah, I, I love you, Naomi Gurma. Congratulations.
0: All right, before we get to breakthrough player of the year, which will be our last award, let's do um, most, imaginative, most imaginative lineup creation. Tara, are you ready oh my to goodness. give this award?
1: Yes, I am. Uh, this is a coveted award. It's highly sought after and established are... in
0: 1914. Established in 1914.
1: Yes. Yeah. All three of us are on the same page for the first time all day in awarding McNulty21 in the Discord the Most Imaginative Lineup Creation Award. Uh, He toys the line between wonderfully weird and criminal quite often. He kept us hopeful even when Vladko would run out the same nine to ten players for over a year. He kept the Discord fun when there wasn't much fun to be had. And we are all better off because of him and his imaginative lineup creation. So congratulations.
2: Yes. Well done, Ryan. You're a productive guy.
4: <laughs> Yo, know, uh I was talking to Bells about this after we recorded the Monday review. But the fact that Ryan is uh I mean, he's tracking players hundreds. that hundreds <laughs> hundreds of players, players that will never ever sniff uh you know uh, a, a national team uh, a NWSL team anything like this man is tracking uh, players playing in like in the, in the Cypriot first division it's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's wild but 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 shout out but you know we need everybody has a part to play in this community in it you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying
0: yeah shout he's a sicko Ryan. sicko you know yeah um, and it's not just on the women's side I mean he's very interested in the men's side too yeah Um
1: it- if anybody was um, curious or or thinking about joining the Discord, his lineups alone are worth it, in my opinion.
0: They are fun. They are fun. He'll he'll throw out stuff that like like you said. In the, when we knew we were gonna get the same thing every single camp from Vlaco, there was just a little bit of joy to be squeezed from the situation, and and Ryan managed to do it by fantasizing yeah. about what a lineup could be, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, final award is the Breakthrough Player of the Year, I think, um, a.k.a. Rookie of the Year. I think this is, uh, this is important to close with because it is, uh, it's, such, it's such great news and it's uh, something to look forward to. And despite all the sorrow, despite all the sadness of 2023, it did end with this player breaking through and it's an emphatic award, it's Jaden Shaw. Believe the hype. Prepare for her to bring you joy. Wherever she ends up on the field, she will be a difference maker from now on. Uh, Congratulations, Jaden Shaw, the Breakthrough Player of the Year.
1: Congratulations. Well-deserved. A joy to watch week in, week out. You know, San Diego Wave isn't that fun to watch, but Jaden makes it, makes it. So you have to tune in all the time.
4: Yep.
2: There's a little razzle dazzle in there. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jane, Jane Shaw's the one.
4: She's the one she, she has taken uh, that mantle for, from me, like, like for me, this is my personal award. Uh, It's just called the one. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) She, she has taken, she has taken the, the torch from Trinity Robin and, uh, for right now it's Jaden Shaw's. It's 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 Jaden Shaw's. Um I like it. She she she's very good. <laughs> she's extremely good. Uh we've seen it in these, you know, since she's gotten her first call-ups and camp minutes and all that different type of stuff. Uh you see the quality, you see her ability to create chances to Hold on to the ball, not give the ball away cheaply. Uh, you know, just just all these things. A, a complete player. A complete player, a real soccer player. You know what I'm saying? when we If we ever are to see a, you know, Mal Swanson, Cap Macario, Sophia Smith, Trinity Rodman, Jaden Shaw link up, I mean, mm. it's going to be one for the ages. It's going to be one for the ages. So, so get hype. You know what I'm saying? Uh Jaden Shaw is as good as advertised. Uh, and, and we got and we got more coming too. You know, more players coming. So looking for 2024 to be uh I mean better than 2023, of course, but
1: <laughs> it's gonna be a big year. <laughs>
4: big yeah. year. Very interesting. Um and you know, with the teams that have made it out of Europe to uh that will be attending the Olympics with us, you know, I mean, I guess, so I guess this goes without saying, but you know, we have a, <laughs> as good a chance as anyone to uh, win that thing. Even with Emma, you know, coaching Chelsea, if she does happen to coach Chelsea until May or whatever, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We'll be all right. And Twyla, we trust until Emma gets here. If if we want to call it Twima you know what I'm saying that's currently doing the coaching right now but uh yeah
0: yeah um there was a real finally felt you know I maybe it was coincidental that it was after Emma Hayes was announced as the coach but it did finally feel in those last two games against China at the beginning of the month beginning of December that we actually began to turn the page the retirement parties had come to an end finally and uh we're playing the kids and some new faces and so that sets that sets me up for 2024 with a lot of a lot more enthusiasm than I would have had if we you know ran out the same lineups against China that we did in September and October yep so i'm i'm uh, i'm riding high i'm ready to go and then oh yeah we're going to be uh i guess best uh best planned uh trial run at a stadium is uh they're going to put grass on the field at Mercedes-Benz in Atlanta. U.S. is going to play who on April 6th there?
1: We we do not know announced. the opponents yet. The okay. one thing we do know is, though, all of the opponents were at the World Cup. So it's the only thing that they announced. April, she believes the Cup is back. Like, like you said, Atlanta's getting grass. It's going to be a good trial run for anybody uh, attending Copa America in June. You know, we got she believes in April to get ready. I'm excited. Mm-hmm.
4: Yep, yep. I uh plan on being there. You know what I'm saying? Uh tickets are should be going on should be going on full sale soon. I know the is happening right now. But yeah. uh, you know, I t- I took a pick of that presale. You know what I'm saying? You can get in there at $25, baby.
1: Me too. I took a pick. I might I might go too.
4: Yeah. So uh, so 25. Are so you guys talking
0: about the April game?
4: Yeah. Yeah. The, the April game. Okay. plus fees, um, which, which may bring you out to 75, 60. I don't know, but, uh, either way, uh, you know, an affordable, an affordable event. There's going to be plenty of there. uh, There's no way we're selling on the Mercedes Benz in the first place. So Mm -hmm. you should be able to get in for, if, if you want to even wait a little bit, you should be able to get in for pretty cheap, pretty cheap. So we'll see y'all. We'll see y'all in Atlanta.
0: All right. I think that's it. Thank you to both of you. It's been a pleasure uh, making the WOSO Wednesdays together. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you.